VeggieTales tier list, I mean, you've definitely got to have um, Where's God When I'm Scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's got to Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. I mean, cheeseburger is that the silly there. song in there? What? Yeah. What's Cheeseburger the silly song? Uh, I can't remember which one it is, but I, I just yeah. know the song. Yeah, Veterinarian of the Alps, like Veter- Goaded, yep. Larry song. Also, Where Is My Hairbrush? Yeah, yeah. Gotta I mean, I think that's the OG. That's, that's the OG. The OG. Yeah. That's off of um, Where's God When I'm Scared. Where's God When I'm sure. Scared, yeah. Classic VeggieTales um, film in their in their pantheon of VeggieTales lore. That was just a, an all-natural VeggieTales outtake you might that have heard was. to start off the podcast. I'm Isaac. I'm Casey. You know, we're, we're going to start introducing ourselves now that we make content that yeah. gets, uh, like, hundreds more views. Yeah, views. hundreds of views, <laughs> if you will. Or up to maybe 500, even. Maybe. Maybe Betw- collectively between Betwixt them. the video essays. Yeah. yeah. Betwixt them, we have over 500. We have 500 and, like, 70, I think, between all of them. Uh, I just wanted to say, like, oh my gosh, big thank you again oh, to yeah. everyone who has been... Well, even if you haven't been watching... I still love you. Mm. That's okay. God tells us to be nice to people. Yeah, that's what my favorite cucumber said. One time. Right? Yeah. His name's Larry. Larry. Right. Living like Larry. Hey, Phoebe. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to be doing that. Oh, hey, podcast dog. You get your butt up here. Yeah. You get back on Come this on. couch. You stop chewing on that shoe. I didn't. I didn't raise. I didn't raise no nonsense, girl. No heathen. No heathen. Mm. Damn it. That's okay. No, that's okay. You know what? Come up here and spill your hot takes. Kennedy's shoelaces, uh, they're not that good tasting, actually. Are they? Yeah. Damn. Put that... arsenic on them. <laughs> <laughs> that's her hot take. Yeah. <laughs> what would be, your, what would be a, a, your dog's hot take? My dog's hot take is... Okay, so <laughs> this is kind of funny. Uh, one time we rewatched Dunkirk and uh, Sansa laid on the bed and watched never took her eyes off the screen watched <laughs> the entire movie so we say that's her favorite movie Harry Styles fan she was just yeah. in it for like awesome. that part. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks uh, my dog thinks Dunkirk is one of the best movies ever made so fuck yeah I hates any movie with other dogs in it though <laughs> I don't know if Phoebe does the same thing does she ever bark at the TV when there's dogs she never barks she just like stares you know like she can recognize them and especially if they're barking in the movie mm-hmm. like that's gonna get some like head turns right. you know yeah like that's investment she's not really into it if there's not like an animal on screen but one time when we were watching Watership Down there was mm-hmm. definitely some uh there's definitely some rabbit well actually were you with us yet dog I don't know. I'm making artificial memories about my dog because, <laughs> you know, it feels like she's always been here somehow. Yeah. Dude, wait. I've never talked it's about this on the podcast, <laughs> but I've told you this personally. Yeah. My dog has 20 BBs in her chest, like 20 BB pellets from yeah. like getting shot. It's nuts. So like when she was astray, I guess she wandered like too close to someone's property. I want to clarify. I would never shoot my dog 20 times. That's an <laughs> awful thing. But someone did. Yeah. Some crazy, some crazy Yahoo out was in the a country. Shotgun? Pro- it might have been a pellets. shotgun with birds, uh, like birdshot in it. Maybe yeah. that's what someone else said, which makes a lot more sense than like, yeah, yeah. like someone out there the like, I'm gonna get this dog. Mm. An automatic rifle. I need that 19 more times to happen. <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah. AR-15 pellet gun. <laughs> Damn. Well, yeah. honestly, it could oh. be some kind of kid though. Like that's kind of where my mind went. Yeah. Like some kid who lives out in rural arkansas yeah he's bored there's no way phoebe looks like a like a chicken killing dog or like yeah. a other dog killing dog like llewellyn a, get back here yeah. hold on i got 19 more shots to pop off <laughs> 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 poor thing i know i know but she's 
apparently BBs don't affect dogs in their long-term health, so she's just going to have them in her chest forever. Interesting. Yeah. And she's not going to go past cool. the airport. <laughs> yeah. yeah anytime was, soon. Never put her up to a magnet, a God. very strong <laughs> magnet. <laughs> your kitty, your little doggy MRI. I'm oh. sorry. What dog? What the? What movies do you guys dogs watch? Y'all got y'all got y'all dogs got some hot takes. Got some pet movies. Yeah, some pet movies. Drop them below. Yeah, please. I I, I genuinely love to do that. Yeah. yeah, to do a whole episode about pet movies. Yes. Let's, let's Spe- do it. And speaking of movies for pets, yeah. Uh, other 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 than uh, <laughs> other than like the Super Pets movie, you know, you're as you said earlier on the pod, like your most anticipated movie of the summer. Other than that movie coming up, like, have yeah. you been getting hype? Have you been getting um, mad, like, drip based on any movies lately? Have you been uh, uh, participating in the in the entertainment industry right. machine? While awaiting for anticipated, highly anticipated movies of the summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that yeah. what you mean to say? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, yeah. your most anticipated movie being right. Super Pets. Super being Super yeah. Pets, yeah. of course. Yeah, I've been watching a few. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't think I, I said this on the podcast last time I was here, last time we were together in this room. Um, but if my letterbox will load, cool. I watched um, First Reformed. <gasps> I love First Reformed. It, Holy shit! <laughs> I you'll never you'll never believe it, guys. I gave it I gave it five stars. I thought it was incredible. I'm I'm so glad we're in agreement because I like gave it four stars when I watched it like mm-hmm. two years ago. But it's literally not left my brain since, and <laughs> I, I realized like oh shit, it's actually <laughs> just like yeah, so good. It's it's really good. I, I watched uh, watched First Reformed, loved it. I watched it with my friend Brandon, and. Um, I have uh, basically Brandon is a friend who hasn't seen a whole lot of classic cinema, mm. so I made a list of uh, twenty movies that we need to watch together, and um, we uh, one of those films. So like one of the films that wasn't on the list that I ended up watching as well was Boogie Nights. Oh, nice! Uh, filling in the rest of my PTA. Uh, yeah, you hadn't seen Boogie Nights before. Yeah, I hadn't, and I fucking loved it. And I, yes, in my review, I, I just posted like a shit poster. I was like, PTA is making it really hard to do a ranked list. Because yeah. I'm like, holy crap, he's got so many bangers that I want to put so high up on the list. But like, I, I'm pretty much uh, sure that when I do finish my PTA ranked, that none of the films are, I'm going to like dislike. Like, honestly, like all of them are like really, really good. Um, but yeah, Boogie Nights is great. Uh, love the camera work. Love the acting. Love the prosthetic penis. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's great. Um, one of the great cinematic reveals of yes. all time, you know, saving saving that shit for at the very literally end, literally the very last frame is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, if y'all haven't seen Boogie Nights, fucking check that shit out. It's like a fucking. I just love that the movie takes a turn at at, at a certain point, and I think you know which point I'm talking about. To where it's like everything just starts going downhill. It's it's for real, like a fucking like a like a trip. Uh, I just love it. It's it's yeah. great. Um, Brandon it's liked it too. Roller girl, you can't. Roller girl. <laughs> I hate that scene. One of, the, one of the weirdest fucking characters I've ever fucking seen. But it it was cool. Definitely cool. Yeah, um, it, dude. I, I I I'm like afraid to finish PTA's filmography. Like, I I need to see Magnolia, which is like one of the most talked about ones, and then also Phantom Thread. Like I gotta, I gotta catch that. I gave. I think right now, Phantom Thread is sitting at a low score. 
Oh. Uh, like a two and a half. Did you watch it like when it first came out? I did. And, and you were so, like, what's the hype behind this stupid dress movie? <laughs> pretty much. Well, I mean, it wasn't like, what's the... I, I watched it and I was like, okay, that was interesting, but I, I was bored for most of that. But having having dipped my toe, actually not even, having full dived into PTA's you know filmography apart from that, I feel like if I rewatched it, I would kind of understand... Um, what he was going for a little bit more, or maybe not. Maybe maybe Phantom Thread might just be the miss out of all these movies. I do have to finish Inherent Vice though. Oh, and, I forget about Inherent Vice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of people do because I've tried to watch it like three times, and just every time. Now, granted, I haven't sat down to try and watch it in a few years. So, like every time I tried to watch it was years ago. So, uh, you know yeah. that could that could be the thing there. But. I need to revisit it for sure. I, I I watched it when it like came out like as a teenager, and I just yeah. you're not <laughs> that movie is a little too dense for like any teenager. Yeah, to like and, and I mean Thomas Pynchon like never before adapted for the big screen, so like PTA just took on like such a daunting task. Like, yeah, that guy's just like one of those people that people are always like, no, his work is like unadaptable. Like don't don't mess around right. with that shit. You know. He fucked around and found out, and I mean, I, there's a cult following a little bit, but critically, yeah. like if you look up that movie, it, it did not get great reviews. No, at the time, I mean, despite being just, really well made, it's just insane because it's Paul Thomas Anderson. Could you imagine one of his movies getting like critically panned? Yeah. It's like almost, it's like you would think that that like no, that couldn't happen, but it kind of did on that movie a little bit. It, I mean, there's always some shit that come, I I don't yeah. know. I I don't think any director. Has enjoyed full critical acclaim, except maybe Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Speaking of Tarantino, um, I watched a few other movies. I just don't think a lot of them are worth talking about. Um, but if they get brought up, I'll obviously mention them. But uh, I rewatched one of the, the first movies on Brandon's list was Inglorious Bastards. So I rewatched mm. Inglorious Bastards last night. And yeah, it's still goaded. still great. I love it. Uh, he loved it too. Um, there's just like. I don't know. It's like every time you watch that movie, it just doesn't get old for me. That's that's one of, that's a top tier Tarantino for me. That's probably like my probably third favorite Tarantino movie. I can't remember anything like be well. I mean, like I remember some things about Inglorious Bastards, but really, like what brings me back to that movie is like the opening sequence. The opening like, sequence. That so I think I've rewatched that several times, but I, I can't say that I've, I've rewatched the whole movie recently enough to remember it. Yeah, and that's, yeah. I, I think I'm due for that. For totally, sure. You totally should, because it's, I thought, like, when I sat down to rewatch it, I was like, I don't know, like, how well, how fondly I'm going to look on this, because last time I watched it was, like, a year, two years ago, but, I, dude, fuck, no, no, it's great, it's, honestly, it's one of his best films he's ever done, everything in it is great, um, the whole, like, the ending especially, I love the ending of the movie, it's awesome, so yeah. That's pretty much what I watched. What about you? I I didn't fin- I didn't get to finish anything that I started watching movie wise. Really? Like, uh, I started watching um, Wong Kar Wai's uh, Happy Together, which I, I I'm really enjoying. I just I it was one of those you know something came up when I was in the middle of watching it and I haven't mm. I haven't gotten to get to the rest. And I, I feel like that keeps happening with his movies. I have a lot of movies like that right now. I have like four movies that I've started that I haven't finished because I just like. So either they're really long, like Once yeah. Upon a Time in America. 
is a four-hour movie. Yeah. I'm like more than halfway through it right now, but I've had to stop it three times, so I feel your pain. <laughs> I had to... That was definitely a day for me that I just was watching that movie on and off, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I made it, like, an hour 20 in. I had to stop. Like, you, you gotta plan your fucking day around yeah. those movies. Otherwise, there's definitely gonna be pauses. Right. But I'm one of the... I, I here's my philosophy for fucking cinema. You can watch it. You can watch it on any medium you want to yeah. at any given time. Like you can start something on your phone and then switch it to a TV. That's my feeling anyway. Mm-hmm. Because the the people who have time to sit down and watch movies from start to finish, uh, they're getting paid or or something. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know if they, if they get to be snooty about it and are like, ah, I only watch the cinema at. My home theater with my Dolby system that I've installed with yes. $1,000 uh, 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 subwoofers and whatnot. Sub- yes, 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 yes. And yes. I never stop a movie in the middle and finish it. It has to be uh, all done in one sitting to really absorb it. It's an experience. By God, the director didn't yeah. sit down and start filming the movie over a hundred times. Yes. But I mean, that would be ridiculous if movies were done in, in something called takes and and it all had to be edited together from different scenes. No, by God, no. they should. They all start and they all end and they, they just shoot the whole character's life and it's wonderful. They find, they find a person who's having an amazing story about them going on in real life and they just... They film it. <laughs> they film it, my God. They film it. The whole damn thing. That's how movies are made. That's how movies are made. When I was little, I thought movies were made. Um, you didn't have to like actually make a movie. It was all about the VHS cover. So I made VHS covers and little fake VHS tapes with like art so you know yeah. they could get the vibe of the movie and then it's like generated, I guess. Like yeah. it, it sounded kind of... Like, it sounds advanced now, but back then it was like, me, color, cardboard box, uh, make movie happen yeah. in VHS. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I kind of um, thought the same way. I used to make my own covers as well. Yeah. They, it, was, it was fun. When did you realize, you know, you had to, like, do Work at all it. that shit? <laughs> um, shit. Got a little bit older, and I started playing around with the camera, and I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually make a movie. And then I was like, fuck, this is hard. Like, what, how do you make movies? You're like fraud. I'm I'm I'll never make a cinema. <laughs> I'm still I'm still in disbelief about how they make movies. I'm still just like fuck. This is hard. How do they do it? Yeah, like every every little detail, you gotta like actually like find a way to do it or yeah. something. Like if you want to make a little animated movie about a little furry monster, you might just have to invent like new technology <laughs> yeah. that doesn't exist. That's uh, that's fucking insane. Um, but I, I haven't been watching any movies, but I have been watching some TV and uh, Better Call Saul mainly. I've been Hell rewatching yeah. it, slash, the new season is coming out every mm-hmm. Tuesday again. And both are fantastic. I can't believe that the first time through. Well, I've been watching since it came out in 2015, and I, you know, I've just been watching year by year. But I'm so glad I'm revisiting it with the context of what's to come because mm-hmm. the whole show just feels so fucking intentional. But even beyond that, like, it's the ultimate prequel because it just, like, weaponizes Breaking Bad. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. have a bunch of cheeky references and cameos. It's just, like, the knowledge that you have as someone who has probably seen Breaking Bad, it just will always hurt you. It will always mm-hmm. haunt your experience watching the show and it will always feel you fill you with a sense of dread and and then the sad thing is you'll forget about all of that and get kind of invested in it and then remember like oh shit you know like mm-hmm. the why why are these people not here in the other thing? yeah, yeah. why what 
what's going on with all of you? And it's, I don't know, I won't spoil the answers because some of them don't go the way you think, but it's just like, damn, Better Call Saul is a masterclass. The best prequel ever made. I'm going to say yeah. it right now. Uh, I'm loving my rewatch. Uh, and then other than that, uh, because we've we've been mind over TV yeah. for a while, I've you know, all of our shows that we've been talking about have finished. Yes. So that's the main one. Yeah. Well, I better call Saul in this show that we can get into right now, or we can just mess about some more. Hey, we can get into it. I'm on down to talk. You talk, you talk about the boys? Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, let's talk about it. the let's, boys. Let's talk about the boys. Um, so we've been kind of doing spoiler-free thoughts all season long. So maybe we give uh, one more little spoiler-free yeah. section. Uh, maybe compare it to the other seasons. Yeah, Like for how sure. we would rank it. Um, so boys season three, I, I, I quite frankly love. Yeah. I don't think it's boys season one. No. Uh, yeah, like I, I don't know. There's something about how fresh it felt then, mm-hmm. and now it's not that it's less like cool or like less original feeling. It's just like now there have been a couple of other shows mm-hmm. that have like had ultra violent like takes on the superhero genre, like mainly Invincible. I'm thinking about. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, other other shows have tried to, or other movies have tried to create. Some mm-hmm. of that shock violence, like I, I, right. I definitely was struck by Multiverse of Madness. You know, mm-hmm. it was clearly influenced by Boys and uh, Invincible. It felt mm-hmm. like, but uh, yeah, the Boys season three, I, I, I would say better than season two. Even that, yeah. that good. I um, I'm like, I almost want to say that three is better than two, and in a way, I think it is. Yeah, because I agree with most of what you, your thoughts being uh, that season two is like a lot of setup. Um, I just really love the villain of season two. Oh yeah, she I was think pretty good. I, Stormfront was was an amazing villain, and that whole that story arc was really good. And they did some crazy shit in season two that I'm like thinking of. I'm like, damn, that was fun. Like, I think season two might be really fun to rewatch. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, season three right now, I'm thinking, yeah, they've stepped it up. It's uh, it's fucking amazing. The uh, the finale was uh, pretty good. Um, or at least how they wrapped it up. I think the finale episode was a little weaker than I thought it was going to be. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, weird, but still how the season wrapped itself up and going in, knowing what we know now going into season four, I think season four is going to be pretty fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, season three, uh, good. I liked where everybody's arc is, all the characters. I like all the character work that's been done this season, where everybody's headed, um, the motifs with everything great great show i love that the deeps character like they're like constantly changing him and he's sort of like evolving but he never evolves to a good person and that's what i love about his fucking character is because he thinks he's making progress but like they keep writing him as this just huge naive fucking asshole um and i think his character has been like the most fun to watch Honestly, uh, throughout season three, especially, he he really spiraled um, from from season one, and that's yeah. been interesting. Yeah, just, like following that journey, um, and also just like I feel like the show's crudest sense of humor mm-hmm. comes out with him. Um, just like they really pushed the fucking uh, limit this <laughs> what year you can with, show with on all TV. the bullshit. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my god, it was insane just from the very first episode. I was like, holy fuck. Like, he's really going for it. And then, you know, towards the end of the season, I was like, 
bruh, what, how, how did they get, I mean, I guess streaming is a whole different animal than like primetime TV, but I was yeah. like, man, how did he get away with some of this shit? It's insane. So maybe we should get into spoilers. Maybe we should. Uh, okay. So if you haven't seen the boys season three, uh, this will be the whole season. So get, yeah. out, get out of here. Get the Go fuck on. out of here. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you in a minute. Skip to 40 minutes and 45 seconds. Fucker. Uh, oh my god, I don't even know where to start. Like, it was, I was thinking, like, octopus, fuck, butthole. Fucking an octopus. Uh, supersonic. <laughs> uh, small man sounding. Ant-Man sounding. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that Ant-Man guy, which I, both of his scenes were so memorable, because, I mean, the, there's the butthole. But yeah. then there's also when Homelander just, like, squishes him. <laughs> like, yeah. That sixth episode, that felt extra brutal. Like, yeah. Yeah. That um, was that your favorite episode, Herogasm? Did you like that one? Herogasm was really good. I think I liked the episode after it a bit more. I Me think too. if I'm thinking with the cartoon animals. And like yeah, that was Black a, that was a pretty good episode. Yeah, Herogasm was really fun. I think that the Huey Homelander and Butcher fight was fucking Soldier Boy. That fight was amazing. Um, so that whole sequence was really just like I really thought somebody was gonna die there. Like, this whole season, I've been thinking, somebody's going to fucking die. Yeah, they always flirt with it, and then they don't do it. They like, don't do the, it, yeah. I, I'm sorry, I'm going to jump around because of this, but, like, yeah. Maeve in the last episode, like, what the hell? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it kind of already feels like they don't know what they're doing with her character, and then, like... I don't know. It just already made so much sense for her to be sacrificing yeah. herself. Like, unless they have something like really good in store for storyline, I just kind of cheapened yeah. the show's like usual, um, you know, bite. consequence. Yeah, yeah, bite and like character consequences. Yeah, you know? it seemed to me like what they were going for is to give her because she's sort of like a really tortured character. She's been through some shit, and so they're like, let's give her a happy ending. Uh, where she doesn't have her powers anymore because she never wanted them, and now she's with the person she wants to be with. But I was like, I don't know. I mean, I kind of, like, even though I was, like, in shock and I was kind of like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, Maeve's dead, it was still, it made sense. And when they showed her alive, I was kind of confused. I was like, okay. I mean, this is, this is where, like, the fans would want it to go. We want Maeve to have her happy ending, but also it just makes sense if she would have died in that scene, and I think I was okay with it. Until two minutes later, when they like showed that she was alive, so I was like, "Okay, like, what was the point?" Yeah, I, I really, I guess it's not so much that you kept the character alive in a lot of these cases. I'm just like so sick of fake outs. Like, yeah, I, I, I really do not enjoy a death fake out. Like in any, like when Dark Knight Rises did it back in 2012, like that wasn't any better than yeah, yeah. Any, like that. That's about how sophisticated it has always felt. It's just like. He survived because. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he's the hero. Which, and speaking of, like, deaths, Black Noir. I feel like they switched him and Maeve's character because I feel like we need to, we were just getting to see into Black Noir's, like, psyche and what is going on in his head and what his actual fucking character is. And I feel like they kind of switched it. It's like, if Maeve would have died and Black Noir would have lived, so we got to see more of him, I would have liked that better. Did you, yeah. Do you feel the same way? I, they, I was definitely thinking, like, oh my gosh, you've just started with this yeah. guy. Like, and, I, I, yeah, I was a little disappointed because, it, you know, even though I'm glad that they finally started addressing, like, 
seasons longs rumors about black noir and mm-hmm. like from what i've read completely going in a different direction than the comic books with that character which is fun uh, honestly. yeah <laughs> honestly it kind of sounded stupid the original which can, can we give comic book spoilers uh for uh, yeah whatever i've like, heard the comics suck for the boys they, anyway so like one time i just got too curious and i looked up like here's black noir in the comics and it's mm-hmm. a homelander clone and, oh. and Homelander's not actually evil in the comics. It's his clone that goes out and, like, eats babies and stuff. And, like, the boys take a picture of it. And Homelander's like, what the hell? Am I, like, eating babies when I'm asleep and I don't remember it? <laughs> that sounds and, like, so stupid. That is really stupid. So I'm glad that they didn't make it a Homelander clone. But I was really interested in the new guy, uh, Wyndham. Uh, I can't remember uh his name, cartoon character guy. Yeah. But he was he was know. so interesting. I and I actually really loved how they presented his like memories and stuff and the yeah. cartoon theater style. Um, yeah, I wish he had stuck around. Yeah, yeah, same. I mean, it, shit, they might be faking out that death too. I doubt it. I mean, we saw Homelander's fist go straight through his fucking chest. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I just I wish we he would have gotten to live so we could see a little bit more of that. I guess I just always assumed that he was a threat, like, on par with, like, Homelander. Yeah. Like, so when Homelander, like, punched him through the stomach and, like, killed him one blow kind of thing, I was like, oh. So he was just, like, you know, like, normal, you know? Yeah. He's just, like, a dude in there with, like, really good sword abilities. Because, like, I thought they were setting up, like, super, super duper strength. Which, I mean, maybe... In the context of the boys, you know, he does have super duper strength. It's right. just like Homelander's like super duper duper strong. Duper, yeah. It's <laughs> like duper extra duper duper. Extra duper. Yeah, yeah, for sure, though. I, uh. Yeah, that kind of rubbed me the wrong. What'd you think about the finale as a whole? Just that episode? I, I liked it. I liked that yeah. it was a little quieter than, mm-hmm. like, one would have thought. Like, there was a lot of conversations going on. Um,. And I think I, I like where things end up. Oh, hey, lay on your side. Don't <laughs> lay on your side, podcast dog. Don't vomit. In Don't vomit. Mouth. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? But I, I liked, I liked how it all ended. I don't mm-hmm. think that a lot of the stuff in the middle, like I cared for, and I feel like, yeah, in regards to Butcher too, they kind of mm-hmm. wussed out on his arc, like. It it, it it seemed like characters, you know, it was their time to to pay the piper. But uh, then they didn't actually have to do all that much. Hey, like the, the, <laughs> like the, 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 the temp fee it isn't actually that deadly. It right, turns yeah. out you, you have um, more time <laughs> than yeah, you think. Yeah. Like, I was like, damn. Well, he's still on a clock, though, isn't he? He is. He, he is. is. But, like, I feel like he's always been on a clock, you know? Like, he's always, like, one step away from, like, dying a very yeah. violent death in this line of work. So I'm just like... I'm wondering where the where they're going with his character anymore. I'm wondering yeah. where they're going with Frenchie and Kamiko because, like, as much as I like those characters and I like seeing them on the show, their storyline just felt oddly disconnected from everything else this year. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was having a hard time enjoying the show whenever it was really? cutting back to them. Yeah, because it felt just so disjointed. You know, like mm-hmm. I like their relationship. I like those scenes, but I didn't care about like whatever like. Uh, Baroness was all like I didn't like the Baroness that. stuff yeah, yeah that's true I, I liked everything else though I just think that episode where they're where they they go the Baroness kidnaps them and stuff I thought that was not needed 
Um, yeah. But everything else I liked. She should. She shouldn't so. have come back. That was like a one-time character thing. Like, oh, yeah. she used to run around with Frenchie. That's all yeah. you need. You don't like. You didn't need to pat out that any other episode with that yeah. silly storyline. Like, right, right. Yeah. It, I mean, I feel like you can set up the Kamiko wanting to use her powers to protect him thing without that storyline that they chose yeah. to do. Um, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that so. Also, it's weird that in the finale, things kind of reset again. You know, yeah. Homelander goes back to his corner and the boys go back to theirs. Like, it's just getting more and more improbable each year mm-hmm. that these people just, like, meet up once a year, like, duke it out for, like, five minutes. And then are like, okay, okay, let's go yeah. back to being sworn enemies. Uh, right. Uh, over here. I'll go over there. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I, I feel you, but I do feel like next season is going to be way different because now they're no longer working for the government and that that one head popping lady yeah um is she's going to be she's vice going president to be vice president so she's taking full control and as we saw at the very end of the last episode homelander killed a civilian and they applauded him for it so that yeah. is where i'm thinking okay next season like if they don't end the show next season or by season 5 i'm going to be confused as hell cuz i think this show feasibly has 4 to 5 seasons in it yeah, I mean, they might try and stretch it out to six because it's a mega hit or whatever, right, you yeah. know. Like, I feel like Eric Kripke, doesn't he have kind of a infamous relationship with letting shows go on a little past their prime? Or I have no is, idea. I hope not. Well, because Supernatural's his baby. Oh, that's Eric Kripke? Yeah. Which I don't know if he just wrote the books and like was the guy that bowed out after a few seasons, or if he's. Like, I'm not. Super, I'm not a supernatural stan. You know, yeah. I wasn't into Super Who Lock, so I don't really know. <laughs> I, I was just. I was I never not had a Super, super Who Lockian either. But I was, I was just almost, a Who Lockier. I was a. I was a Whovian. One one time, the best he, the best shirt I've ever seen. Uh, it was every um, doctor, like all the, mm-hmm. you know, to the modern ones and. They were all My Little Pony. <laughs> oh, God. Saw that in an orchestra they... all-region thing. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did at all regions. Fucking hell, dude. My Little Pony infiltrates every fucking walk of life there is. I yeah. hate it. Anyway, but um, yeah, I uh, I agree. They kind of reset every time. However, I hope, I hope this is like that last time. You know, that they do it. Because I, I definitely feel how things are different at the end of the season compared to what they were at the beginning and even yeah. in season two. Um, and I'm interested to see what they do with Homelander's kid or with Butcher's kid, whoever's kid it fucking is. Yeah, that evil damn kid. That evil damn kid now. I am uh, I'm very interested to see that. I'm wondering if they bring back Soldier Boy again next season. Yeah, because he's not dead either. No. He's just all like, and I like Jensen Eccles in this role. Yeah, I, I no, thought he did the, pretty good. Yeah, he did amazing. The Soldier Boy character was fantastic this season. A, a lot of, uh, it was a, I don't know, it was just felt new. You know, it was fresh. It was like, ah, yes, this is a, this is a character that I've been like waiting for. You know, and it seemed like an effective. Uh, answer to captain america in the same way that homelander is like superman like yeah i was like yeah this checks out like this yeah. is probably what a dude that you give this position to yeah would yeah. be like um and i mean just the storyline of him hunting down his old team members like that that felt good yeah like, well that didn't feel good but you know like right that 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 fit perfectly with the show yeah. that that did a lot for huey and butcher's arc mm-hmm. I really like that element. And honestly, every time 
you know, it's hard to do like couples drama on TV shows without it feeling annoying. And I'm surprised every year just how like understandable all the like Starlight and Huey yeah. like, arguments are. Like I'm like, yeah, this is absolutely something that you argue about. <laughs> like right? this guy's being like fucking selfish and just mm-hmm. like I, I love their relationship. I think they are consistently like a really cute and nice part of the show. Same with Kamiko yeah. and mm-hmm. Frenchie, although not their storyline this season. But, yeah, you know. Well, yes, their storyline, just not some of the beats. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You feel I, like? I feel you, I feel you, yeah. Because yeah. I, overall, I fucked with their storyline this season, but there was like a, an episode or, or two that I was like, okay, wait, what, what are they doing here? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, I'm thinking about other big spoilers. So, uh, I definitely was really getting attached to Supersonic. I, uh, I mean, I yes. feel like I could have seen that coming. You know, that he was going to get his face pounded in. But I I feel like that was one of the most shocking yes. and um, effective deaths this season. And, you know, honestly, I guess just like I really enjoyed the first four episodes more than I enjoyed the last four. Mm-hmm. Even though they were pretty good. I just feel like there was a lot of great uh, setup and execution. Mm-hmm. And Homelander especially got to f- fucking run the show there. It was and fucking just, terrifying. And he was getting a little more comfortable in his skin every yeah. every episode. I'm like, damn, Anthony Starr really just steals the show every season. Uh, he honestly, he's so good in this fucking role. Especially, um, and I know it's going around on Twitter, it's all anybody's talking, the ending scene where he kills the civilian. Yeah. I mean... I feel like we were always headed there this season. This season, I, I, the, the whole time I was waiting. I was like, he's going to do something and they're not going to care. And that's going to give him full confidence and I can really do anything the fuck I want with no consequence. And they did it at the very end. I was like, oh my fuck. And it's so good that they included uh, MM's, uh, the, the stepdad to MM's daughter is the one who started applauding him. Yeah, I love that. I was like, okay. Here we fucking go. Uh, this is great. This is a great way to end it. <laughs> am I am I off base for this? But did that ending give you um, Dawn, Dawn of Justice vibes uh, with the like violin like strings that like come in all like sinister like like that shit was all over Dawn of Justice like with Lex Luthor and like the the painting like I thought like almost for a second that they lifted. That's oh my more. god, they might have. I don't know. I just re- I'm just now making the comparison. Yeah, it, it, but didn't it kind of give those vibes? Yeah. Or am I, yeah. So I was like, damn, wait, was Zack Snyder onto something? We just needed like a character who was actually like Worth scary shit. to yeah, like yeah. have this beat work. Right. It made me think about that moment in Dawn of Justice. I was like, wait. Was Lex Luthor like a good villain in that movie? And then it was instantly <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. no, no. no actually, it I thought be. the same thing too. And I went back and watched the only good scene out of Batman v Superman. And I still was like, no, he's still not a good villain. Yeah. Which, by the way, the only good scene is, is when he blows up the courtroom. Uh, oh, the with the jar of with piss. With the jar of piss. That is, an, that is an amazing fucking scene. Um, what about... I love the, it. What, what's wrong with the scene where Batman kills all those guys in that warehouse? Well, you see, the thing about that <laughs> is it's pretty fucking obvious. Okay, see, my favorite thing about Zack Snyder's choice to turn Batman into Mike from Breaking Bad was that. <laughs> <laughs> is that it made no fucking sense, and Zack Snyder can do whatever he wants for eternity. Who did you... Okay, here's the, here's the meat of the spoilers. Who do you think was getting made fun of the most this season? Like, who 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 were the biggest... 
Burns going out to the biggest losers, if you will. Uh, Huey got fucking roasted a shit ton. Oh, um, yeah. I guess I was thinking about like the subjects of satire. Like I was thinking, oh, Donald, I Donald Trump like... is like front and center in yeah. my mind. Like the Homelander shit was, which I mean, it felt like they were going in that direction for a while with his character in the past seasons, but like this season especially, he just like flirted with. Trump, you, mm-hmm. you know, just literally being a stand-in for Trump, yeah, I felt yeah. like, like, just the, all the crazy shit he kept doing and saying, and yeah. everyone was like, okay, we're cool with it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I love the, I love the COVID, uh, pandemic through lines they make with Soldier Boy's attacks. Yeah. And they're like, it's safe to go outside. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's what we're talking about here. Well, and then they just, like, straight up did the Imagine video. Yes, that yeah. was, that was amazing. I love that. I think yeah, always front and center in the in the roast sessions of this show are A list celebrities. Always, yeah, always. I, it felt like this season, especially the deep was oh the deep and uh, oh my gosh, what is A Train? Yeah, yeah, A Train's. I love where A Train is going. His character. Yeah, I, I lo- love it. That was pretty satisfying to yeah. see him. Uh, drag that guy on the road <laughs> yeah <laughs> like one of the one of the good deaths you know and i like that with a train even though he starts the show like the guy that makes you want to hate superheroes like mm-hmm. he's come to like this kind of sympathetic place like almost to the point when huey is confronting him you always like as an audience member you're like okay yeah i get, I get why you're angry huey but like yeah. you don't get it he has been putting in the work to like try right. to be better a little bit like he he cares a little bit about right real things and not just like corporate interest. It's always weird. The seven is just in such a strange state in the show yeah. now, where it's like, how many are you actually? Like three now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, now it's like yeah, there's like only like three of them. They're gonna have a hard time explaining all the absences. Yeah, and I like that the seven stop being like a thing because every time they're seven of them you know something happens happens, and it's not seven anymore so they can't exactly be public about that okay here's here's a big loser of the season um Giancarlo Esposito he uh (laughs) once again he's just here because uh he's Gus I feel like yep and they don't do anything with his character and then they just kick his character off the show yeah that one episode I was like like episode two or three yeah and I mean, like, it wasn't all that shocking. And I'm just thinking, like, I wouldn't even remember this character if it weren't played by Giancarlo. Yeah. And, and that's how I feel about a lot of the shows that write him on. Like, I did not feel like The Mandalorian did much with him either. Like, yeah. I don't think Moff Gideon is, like, a scary villain or anything. Just, right, yeah. Poor guy. It's just Giancarlo Esposito, and we love him. And we want what's best for him. But I know, but at the like, same write, time. Him, <laughs> write him some meaty damn roles. Yeah. Better Call Saul is still having to give this man all his best work. Like, Vince <laughs> Gilligan is, like, my homie. You know, like, <laughs> you're not getting represented. You're not doing the shit I know you can do. Let right. me give it to you again. Like, right. You <laughs> That's funny. Um, I will say, we're talking about character... I... I there will never be a more shocking moment in the well maybe there will be but for me the most shocking moment and like just like the best fucking like gruesome death we've seen in the boys has definitely come from when that one dude is trying out for the seven and whoever is like training him and homelander like walks up and he's like yeah you're gonna be part of the seven and just kind of like you know 
playing with him, and then he just fucking slaps the two sides of the dude's ears. Oh, yeah, that was in season two, right? I think oh, that was season one. It might have been season two, though. Yeah, yeah, no, that that is the most brutal one, because yes. it's like he's got, like, extra sensitive hearing. Right, and everything. he just oh. slaps his fucking skull. Oh, my God. I, like, sat up in my seat when I saw that, and I was like, what? What? <laughs> Why, what's happening right now? I need Ouch. I need them to get back to that level of just like what the fuck. Yeah, I'm just like gripping my ears now. <laughs> I did like that because they didn't show Supersonic's death in this season. Like yes, that you just see how fucking mangled that corpse is. You're like, <laughs> oh god, he did yeah. not leave this earth in a <laughs> in a pleasant way. Pleasant? No, that was a very effective scene. Mm-hmm. I got to admit, yeah. I want to show you something. Oh, oh no, fucking hell. he's never got anything good to show. <laughs> no, <anyone. laughs> no. Oh fuck, yeah. Good season, good show. If you haven't watched the boys, start watching. It's a great time to jump in. You got three seasons of content, and uh, a fourth is on the way, confirmed. So, and yeah. So if you're not oversaturated with superhero media, uh, the boys is uh, you know it doesn't matter if you're feeling like it's getting oversaturated i feel like it's it's just good shit the boys the boys always feels fresh and i I, the boys is my main superhero content as of right now to be honest like yeah you know it's good it's replace replace your that marvel diet with some boys i am i'm waiting with bated breath for uh for Invincible Season 2, though. I think that's yes. my most hype shit when it's Same. on. I, I love that fucking show. And that, that one definitely took like a lot of adult audiences by surprise, be, being yeah. animation and yeah. achieving the success. I'm just so excited for people to start taking animation more seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like, that adult like dramas can be animated. And it's great. Like, BoJack Horseman, mm-hmm. like a, just a wonderful uh, television drama dramedy because it is always funny Mm -hmm. and and like getting the critical acclaim that more of these shows deserve fucking love that shit Mm uh i was thinking about marvel though in in terms of their superhero shows and i'm i'm feeling sad that it seems like uh miss marvel yeah never did achieve the high viewership that all the other shows did and now that it's over i don't I don't know that I want to see it. And we're seeing some chinks in the armor with Thor Love and Thunder, too. Yes, yes. Yeah, not getting a lot of positive reception. You said you read the uh, I read the plot, plot synopsis. Yeah, that's fucking horrible. I hope I hope it translates. Well, I said I hope it translates better to the screen, and then I started reading the reviews, and I thought, okay, so it definitely didn't. It, it's just as bad as it sounds on paper, so. Yeah, I mean, no spoilers or anything, but I've, I mean, I've just heard that it's got some very, like, outdated jokes, like, um, you know they've got like screaming goat humor yeah. which like it, unless you are like living in the year 2013 like yeah. I, I don't know or you're eight years if old. that's like still endearing yeah you know I, I mean I'm just surprised that it's st- still getting such negative reviews because like I would think that Taika Waititi's humor would shine through no matter the film Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't seem like the comedy works in this movie, and that's the biggest thing going against it. And I'm, I'm sad yeah. to hear that. It makes me, uh, yeah, makes me feel like uh, Taika Waititi or any creative. It doesn't matter who you bring in there. If, yeah, if you just start constantly churning out these movies, uh, it it seems the quality of this one's piss poor because everybody has been really knocking about the animation, and uh, as we've seen, somebody came out and was like. 
There was a sequence in Thor that they were editing. The VFX artists were editing like two or three days before it was set to go out. Like, it's insane the amount of work and crunch that's put into these VFX. And it's just so sloppily made. And it just seems like... I don't know if Watiti really cares about it. But from what I've seen, it's like... I don't think he does. I, I don't know if this is like his crowning jewel is like Ragnarok is like which by the way I don't think Ragnarok is a good film per se but yeah that's crazy to me I like I mean I like Ragnarok Ragnarok slaps I think I think my fear for Love and Thunder was what I feared for them going forward after Ragnarok is my my thing with Ragnarok was people were like it bounces it bounces comedy and drama so well and my thing was like no it fucking doesn't I there's no room for seriousness in this movie whatsoever but and that's what I was afraid of with the next Thor movie. I was like, he's going to keep doing this shit and it's going to get to a point where it's just all comedy and there's like no serious like tone. And, and when I heard that they were doing Gore the God Butcher, I was like, no fucking way. And then I saw the trailers and it looked, you know, kind of promising. And I thought, okay. Yeah. And then after reading everybody's review, they were like, this movie, there's not one part in this movie that isn't undercut by a obnoxious fucking joke. And I was like, okay, that's exactly what I was fucking afraid of. So, damn. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I've just been feeling like I'm not gonna go really rush out to the theater to see a Marvel movie, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know that I'm gonna really watch any more of the shows. And this time, I'm feeling like I mean it a little more than yeah. the last time I said it. And you know, I mean, there'll be stuff that'll come out that I'll want to see, but I, I think yeah. I'm about to be a lot more selective Same, about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But then again, it's it's the easiest thing to stay caught up on. Uh, you know, everyone's always watching it, so yeah. it's never like it's gonna leave the conversation. But what if people stop watching it? What if people just stop? Maybe it would force them to put out good, good content and slow yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah. If they just slowed it down. Yeah, because I don't want it to go away. I enjoy the Marvel stuff. I do, for most of it at least. You know, like yeah. I've enjoyed the the phenomenon that it is. But at this rate, really don't care to be watching all this shit. Like four shows and four movies a year. It's too much. Yeah. It's way too fucking much. The uh, the shows especially have just made it feel like it's just a never-ending like barrage yes. of shit. Like there's like She-Hulk coming out next month, and then there's Good like God. another movie I think coming out this year. What what else is coming out this year? Oh, shit. So it's She-Hulk, the I Am Groot stuff, uh, oh. the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, Black Panther two. Wait, that comes out this that year. That comes out this year. But there hasn't been like a trailer. Well, the well, trailer's because about they to be do revealed. they do VFX uh, um, crunch on all their movies. Yeah. Like all the all the like uh, Reddit posters were all mm-hmm. like, "Oh, don't even do it for the clout. Like, it's not worth it to even have yeah, this name yeah. recognition." That's crazy. That that is insane to me. That it is not worth it to have Marvel on your fucking resume. It's not worth it. That's insane. You must say I, something about their standards of uh quality care and yeah work. yeah fucking hell get marvel needs an hr department for fuck's sake i know <laughs> sounds like um but yeah i'm uh well i mean ah well yeah hey hey what's up buddy? Uh, have you started watching solar opposites yet season uh, three no, I don't. I, so the tragicest thing happened. Uh, Hulu oh. and Spotify, they don't. Uh, oh, right. They don't yeah. compa- they, they're not compatible anymore. I'm, I'm still obtaining. I'm still working on obtaining a, a Hulu login, which 
I mean, oh, I'm making my own Hulu account, and I'm going to pay $7 a month for uh-huh. Hulu. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. But, um, I'm on, on, the, on the down low. On, on the, the down, down low. low. No, ain't nobody snitch about this, no. okay? But that is I'm gonna, exactly. I'm going to use a co-worker's login or yeah. maybe my friend Luke's. I'm not yeah, sure. It's who, whoever I proposition first. I'm not going to lie. We use Luke's. Right, so. so Casey, Luke, Casey yeah. uses Luke's. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I might be using Luke's. I want to see the bear, too. I've heard Hulu. that's good. Yeah. So yeah. Saxon praising it on Twitter. Oh, and I heard about it like a couple days before, and it was like Same. the summer's biggest show. And I was like, I've never I've heard never about the show. I've never heard of it. And then now I am hearing about it a lot. All it's the like, time, that's yeah. how it happens. Like the floodgates just open. It's right. like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. uh, about to blow up, or it's been blowing up, and I've been out of the loop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm interested to, to see it after I, I read up um, some of what Saxon had wrote. So you, um, so I want to I want to see Solar Opposites and have a chat about that. Yeah, you need to see the rehearsal on HBO. Max. I know I've been watching some Nathan for You clips on YouTube to prepare. But perfect. Okay, do you like Nathan for You? I love Nathan for okay. You. Yeah, I, I I love that show so much, and I've tried to show it to. Well, I mean, the real ones get it. Yeah. Sorry, but no. But then also there are some real ones I've showed it to, like Jacob and Natalie and Luke, and they're like, it's too awkward. I don't get it. But that's the best part of it. Like, yeah. he never breaks. He never breaks it. That's what... what <laughs> that's what's so fucking funny about it, is because it's like the Eric Andre show, but just uh, less chaotic. And, like, I love that shit. Yeah. He has a, he has a mark, and he never... The, the prank, he goes all the fucking way. It's amazing. But it's just like it's real, too. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't tell these people to do these things. They're just on camera, and they just, yeah. like, get so comfortable with, like, the the whole premise of it. You know, just like, oh, I genuinely believe this guy's making a show about helping my business, and I yeah. I guess I'll do this because there's a camera and, and, crew and, telling me this is a good idea. And, let him, and let him do poo-flavored yogurt. Yeah. Why would she do <laughs> oh it's so good but yeah i'm interested to watch the rehearsal yeah, the rehearsal is crazy like oh my gosh it just wow <laughs> speaking of like comedy i really want to watch norm mcdonald's last stand-up special he did oh. he did it at his house and it's on netflix and i, I didn't realize that had come out okay, yeah i want to see that too. i really want to see that, that sounds special he yeah. was just so funny all so the time funny bro there will never be another person as funny as him. And just with I, such a opinion. great voice for comedy, too. I, yes. love, I love his fucking voice. Oh, God. Damn. Watch Infinite. I've watched so much clips from his like podcast he had in his own show. And like yeah. when he would go on Conan and stuff, him and Conan were really good friends. And uh, just, I don't know, just the banter. The, the, the energy, the chemistry he could create between him and literally anybody else was immaculate it was insane yeah so. and the in the anti-humor like the yes. long jokes those are the best ones <laughs> those are the from best. i i will stand the funniest shit i've ever heard in my life you guys can look this up on youtube you will be the first result is norm mcdonald's 12 minute joke about janice oh yeah uh, <laughs> and like the serial killer it is the greatest fucking thing i've ever heard um you will not be disappointed if you search that up it's a great Hell, joke yeah. Well, uh, got any uh, dead celebrities to plug before we sign <laughs> off? <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. Stream right. Robin Williams. You got <laughs> I stand this guy hard. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. 
I want to see it's like a genie us. fan cam or some shit. <laughs> no. I had to watch the Disney fireworks special at work today. Like a coworker showed it on YouTube. That is the longest shit. Oh my god! And it is. Just, I don't know. Like maybe it's because I'm so jaded, but it just feels like the ultimate like self masturbatory <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shit. Like we're Disney and we're fucking like gonna just jerk our little worms over off, the we're gonna shoot off fifty thousand dollars worth of fireworks every night <laughs> i don't know it's just obnoxiously long like yeah. it's like 12 minutes we couldn't finish it because all the kids were losing patience with it they were oh like God. we can't stand this <laughs> <laughs> i had to be like you sit down and you watch this even though i was hurting inside. yeah no damn well good talk yeah just another one of those chats that we record yeah. and put on the internet so we can never run for political office. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think about this every day. I'm like, you yeah. know, someday I'm going to be a director and I, I might become friends with one of these guys we've been talking about. Yeah. And they're going to find our podcast. You thought my movie was shit, Casey? The, the first thing we do when you make it in the industry is we <laughs> private <laughs> all of these videos. <laughs> yeah. When we, we kill the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I, no one can know, except maybe we'll keep the video essays because we've been we've been keeping yeah. it pretty like punch free. Yeah. And also, you know, my family members. I hope that's not how they remember me saying that Disney was jerking their little worms. <laughs> jerking their little worms. <laughs> my family doesn't listen to this podcast, so yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure pre- mine doesn't. I'm, pre- I'm pretty, pretty scotch free. Mom, like, scot-free Dad, though. if you're listening, yeah. um, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if anybody in the Don't. future. Is listening. Yeah. My kids. My hey. Kids. Hey, I know I died when I was 62 of that, you know, of lung cancer. <laughs> it's a, it was a new a new type of cancer. But here's here's what I want you to remember about past me. When things got tough, I ran to the bathroom and I pooped and I pooped and I pooped. <laughs> what? I don't know. I just want my grandkids or my kids, if they come back and they listen to this and they want to remember me by something, like, they, oh. I want them to remember that I pooped and I pooped yeah. and I pooped. You know? They're like, oh, dad was always You know, maybe that poster. was the bit. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's so crazy. He's so, he's so quirky. quirky love, that, love him. Love. <laughs> Miss him. <laughs> <laughs> Miss him. <laughs> Ever since they had that unfortunate skiing accident. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm trying to put that out in the world. No, I know. I know. I, I, I know how I'm going to die, which is a fiery airplane <laughs> <laughs> The Oracle told me how and when. Can't stop it. Flight 75-2. <laughs> 2 to a normal person. <laughs> All right. Well... Y'all keep rocking in the free world and uh, watch movie film. Yeah, um, bye. Or TV film. No, don't do that. Don't do that? Don't see TV film. Okay. It's only movies. Movies. See ya. See ya. (laughs)